0: of Yins Are Good, the podcast that shares and celebrates all of the good stuff going on out there and all of the good people who are making that good stuff happen. I am your host, Tressa Glover. Thank you for listening in today. And I said, finally, because this episode is coming out a couple of days later than planned. So I thank you for your understanding. But here we are, episode 73. And I may sound a little different or the sound environment may sound a little different. That's because I am literally on the road. Well, not literally on the road. Ha, I am in a car that's traveling on the road. You know what I'm saying. I'm not driving. So that's where we're okay there. Um, but we're on the road. And so this is where I am recording from. Um, And before actually we get to our featured guests for this episode, we're going to talk about Pittsburgh Restaurant Workers Aid. You may remember them from way back. One of my first interviews, actually, from episode six, I chatted with co-founder and co-director Casey McGill. Awesome. Uh, Well, they... Uh, are still hard at work helping all kinds of folks in the area and they are looking for some help with their turkey dinner distribution this November. Specifically, November 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. They need drivers uh, to take these dinners to people's homes in the areas on these days. Also, they can also use some help in their distribution center, that's their Bloomfield, food distro, getting food stocked, sorted, packed, etc. So for any of these things, um, you can please go to their website, pghrestaurantworkersaid.org. If you're interested, if you're able to help out at all, and also you can check out all of the other stuff that they're doing. Casey and company yins are good. And now on to our featured guests. Eileen Servone, Donna Kane, Linda Weaver, Jan Fetzer, Iris Slowinski, Kathy Gregory, and Lynn Swartzwelder, also known as the Merry Widows. Becoming Widows is what brought them together, which you're going to hear all about, but and I should say they now do a podcast called The Merry Widows Podcast, which is produced by our dear friends at Yajagoff Media, how we love them, um, but these ladies get together every Tuesday night for dinner, and I had the great joy of getting to join them one evening at Donna's house in Ross Township, <laughs> what Fun, and I think you 'll be inspired as I am um, by their energy, their approach approaches to their new chapters in their lives, and their honesty and I pretty much guarantee you 'll laugh out loud at least once while you listen, and of course, Don patiently standing by. For name that neighborhood, who knows what'll happen there. <laughs> and as always, if you want to share a story of kindness, of goodness, if there's someone you want to thank for being so awesome, for helping you, for helping others, if you have an idea of someone that you know you'd like me to feature on the show, any of these things, please email us at yinsaregood@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if you don't already, Follow us on social media. Please do. We're on the Instagram and the Facebook at Yins Are Good. And also, check out our website when you have a chance. We have a list of all of the do-gooders who've been on the show already, as well as other information about the show. And we have links to all of those do-gooders pages as well. So that's kind of a hub for you to see where to go to find out more info. So that is at www.yinsaregood.com. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. And now, let's get to the good stuff. Hey,
1: hello! So? Good, how are you? I was putting the
2: lights on so you wouldn't be in the dark, and they said, she's there.
1: Or uh-huh. is it okay? Oh okay. My God. okay. How are you? Nice to meet you. So where can we start? Can we
0: okay? So right now there are six of you here. Maybe how you all know each other
3: or got to know each other. Are we, are you recording this? I am. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even have yet.
2: Now you have the real one. Okay, well,
3: it's Tuesday night, and we, we, the widows, the Mary widows get together every Tuesday for dinner, which has been like three hours ago now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the last, going on seven years. Wow. Every Tuesday. But anyway, we knew <laughs> each other prior to our husband's demise, you know, uh, one, two, three, four, well, you and I, and I knew I am to church. And then mm. the whole thing started through church, food bank. I was working at a food bank. I was with other wit- women who were widows. And one day I just said, Do you want to have dinner on Tuesdays? And they said, yeah. You know, like Tuesdays in Maury." morning. Yeah. And ice, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's
2: a great book. Yeah. It nice. Maybe yeah. it was
1: even better. And then um, I don't know what happened. I don't know why the first group
3: well, I think there, some had physical issues and you know, and then people started, you know, dropping off and then new people yeah. came on. Mm-hmm. But we're so, we we can not take any more new customers because we have a van <laughs> and there's only seven seats. <laughs> so right now we're limited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One of us we'll has we'll to well, we have to move to a bus. <laughs> and we do have we, we have married women pre registering. <laughs> yeah. oh, there's a list. There's a waiting list. They have asked. They oh, have my gosh. Doesn't. They want to join now. <laughs> and, the, and the enforcer. They want to run the list. I'm the enforcer.
2: So okay. when somebody says they are going to join, they "You have to talk to Donna. And I go, no room in <laughs> the van. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: some of them, their husbands get very mad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Their <laughs> husbands it don't, don't even want to <laughs> Yeah. Their husbands are like, stay away from them, women. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, right. It might be the end of me.
2: <laughs> it is funny though because when we do go out, we are and I don't know what it is about us, but when we do go out, people will actually like young people like twenty-five year olds, thirty-year-olds, they'll come up with their husbands and say, we want to sit with you because you're having so much fun. We do laugh a lot, we yeah. are loud. And very <laughs> not. <nice. laughs> but- they don't have
3: to have husbands, just the guys come around us. Yes. <laughs> Married or i
2: Yes, that's right. That <laughs> <laughs> is true, Alice.
3: All right. And so you
0: still so Tuesdays are still getting together having dinner. Right. Yeah. Um, and has we-
3: that expanded? Yeah. And then on the weekends we try to do some things. We we actually will do whatever comes up. Like people mm-hmm. tell us about a dance. Maybe we'll go to a dance if the music's good. And you know, we'll we'll test anything out. We'll mm-hmm. test the waters. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> Fundraisers. Yeah.
2: We went to Lisa's yes. fundraiser. Oh.
1: <laughs>
2: we, I mean, we want to do anything, anything and everything to get me. Anything yes. and everything. To get we don't want us. to stay home. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We want to get up.
2: Yeah. And do things.
0: So how has this? I know it's a big question, but how has this helped you in your grief and in your, you know, as you're working through yeah. the loss of your husband?
3: Well, it helps us move beyond it. You know, you can stay home and. Sulk and not that we never do, you know, feel bad and that but we I think if you plan things and, and you're getting together and you're with other people that have a common interest, then it gives you something to look forward to. And now we've gone on trips, we've
1: gone to Aruba, we've oh, gone to Tur- an Ur- Ur- So Ur- Beach, Lord of yeah, Ur- we're going to Nashville tomorrow.
3: So we've broadened our it's horizons a- that way. You know, yeah. we're not gonna just Stay home and sulk, you know. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Which sometimes we do, but
2: right, you know. Generally,
3: we try to we try to do things and keep moving. Mm -hmm.
2: For the most part, it's a camaraderie that we've developed, Mm -hmm. and um, because of our station in life, so to speak, our widowhood, it kind of brought us together. But for some reason, we have all clicked, and believe me, we are a bunch of alpha personalities. I mean, we 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 could really be at, you know, bucking heads all the time, but it really doesn't happen if one says one thing and the other one doesn't agree, and, you know, there's always somebody that's quiet and then we move on and find a, find a different route. But um, the camaraderie around Widowhood is what really brought us together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when one's sad, the other one's there to pick them up. Um, and when we're together at dinner, if, if it happens here, you know, then we're all together. If it's somebody's anniversary of their husband's death, we're always on the phone calling or talking. Mm-hmm. So that for um, texting. For texting, doing, you know, doing just anything. Just to keep us together and keep us moving.
1: And to keep the grief away. Hmm. Yes. Okay. That's true. Mm-hmm. Keep the grief away. Just keep yes. the grief away. I there think that's a lot
3: of people just become become consumed by that grief and it'll take over their lives and then they get in a rut. Right. And, and uh, sometimes that has happened to us, you know, and so you have to figure you need to move
2: forward.
0: And that's what it's about.
3: Yeah.
2: Moving, moving, moving forward. forward. So it's about not letting the grief consume you and moving ahead with
0: that. That's It's hard. I know that's an understatement. Right. It's hard. Do you, when you think about it, is there any, what are some things that either that you share with each other or that you think of for yourself? or to share with others who are listening, who are in a similar situation. Maybe, I don't know if, if advice is the right word, but you know, what are some things that in addition to this, getting together and doing things that, when you have those days that are the rough days, which of
1: course you're gonna have, and that's, mm-hmm. that's part of it. Well, so in the beginning, you don't know what you're doing. You just, mm-hmm. I mean, the first two years for me, I, I think I was really in shock. I walked around in shock. Mm-hmm. The third year, all I did was cry. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's right about the time when we all got together. And, I mean, it just really helped because they it's a similar feeling. You know what I mean? Everybody knows what it feels like to, right. like, to lose a spouse. Someone that you thought you were going to
3: spend the rest of your life with. Exactly. And they're not there anymore. But right. we've been able to fill that gap mm-hmm. a little with a little. friendship and laughter. and. Mm-hmm. You know, moving forward mm-hmm. and doing things together. So, and that's—I think—that's an important thing. Yeah. And we have a good time.
1: And, that's <laughs> that's why people, we, and we laugh, and, and that's why people want
3: to. <laughs> right. Huh? There's, there's not enough of that in the
2: world today. not enough. enough for them. Them. <laughs> but I guess one 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 of our podcasts we did talk about. You know, besides trying to push each other forward, trying to keep our heads above water, trying to find, always make lemonade from lemons. You know, that's, that's kind of like what we do. We have a positive outlook. We're, we're into moving moving ahead, helping one another, and doing those kinds of things. But we also have, I guess when we're independent, and we're by ourselves, and that's more about what you were speaking, I think. We, you know, we have hobbies. Like I like to read, I love to cook. Linda, what's your hobby? No. Well, she I likes to work and clean.
1: Work and clean.
2: Yeah, I just offered her a position. If she stops working, she can clean up.
3: house. we are basically waiting
2: for her. <laughs> her to quit her job. <laughs> and Iris, what's your? What do you like to do?
3: She likes to shop. Yeah, I do like to yeah, shop. That's
2: right.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: And you know what else, you're a resident TV person, you keep yes, it the all awesome.
0: I like to watch my shows. Oh, that's good. What kind of, what show, are there any? Oh, uh, my, I, my range is from Hallmark to yeah. Black Guts and Gorge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love this. So she keeps us, yeah, I, she'll I, say, did say you watch that. this? Well, you should try it. Though. This was really good. <laughs> my main yeah. question is: Is it scary yeah. because I live in a fishbowl? Or I'm afraid. I don't want to be it's afraid. Just, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so I have to ask you, Hallmark
2: Christmas movies. Oh yes, yeah. they're coming oh, yeah. October twenty-first. They're
1: coming October.
0: And I'm like, yeah. it's funny when you hear the commercial. They're like Christmas, October twenty-first. Like, did they hear the sentence though? <laughs> <Christmas> <laughs> October. <But> okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Those Hallmark movies.
2: Come on. Those oh, are they, they are. Different things. names and oh, the same freaking Hallmark. It's always a pleasant happy ending. ending.
1: So you
0: it,
1: yeah. it just changes the names. That's all. It's the same I scenario. I told I mean, this. Uh, night. Christmas, Easter, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this <laughs> Sunday night, the Hallmark Channel had on a movie about people oh, like our us, age. Our age that are that <laughs> meet up and and get together. I'm like, oh, just like us. We're
1: waiting <laughs> for it. Well, I don't
3: know. Nothing's happened yet. So. <laughs> We I I think we're on the right path because I think <laughs> No, I really better hurt you bad.
4: No. Hey, listen,
3: when well, we were at Funko last night this girl was telling me just gave me such hope about her mother-in-law, who's ninety-two, oh, oh, and now uh, she had both of her knees done. Oh, and she keeps going, and I'm thinking, damn it, that's gonna be me. If <laughs> she can do it, wait, she fell in her driveway and dragged herself up, oh, and God. had burns on her
1: arms, but she got up. Her neck. Oh my God! <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I thought, I, yeah, I thought you were going to say she got a boyfriend.
2: That's
1: what I thought she her. Had a, She had a oh, um, Well, here,
3: what I was trying to get back to is the fact that, you know, we've been talking about doing, um, like having meetings with other groups, you know, other male and female groups to get together, because we only have seven seats in our van. <laughs> so, but we believe that there, they should, people should get together. You know, the dance. I mean, and then yeah. all the we can circle the wagons. We can make the stadium. all the We can circle the wagons, and we can play that song. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Wow. We just need to reach out to other people.
2: Well, we're on. The, we're in the process of doing that. We're uh-huh. gonna, that's what we're telling Rachel that we want to. We have meet and greets and we want to see who we can get involved with us so that you know maybe then we can have like a travel thing that people can get together and do traveling all over the all over the world and you can have groups so right, we're looking the at possibilities of animals <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so that that is
1: the, that's the end result of
2: what we hope so yeah the podcast icing on the cake i mean and moving forward to do those kinds of things would be like a a wonderful thing Mm -hmm. if you know we're thinking that through this we might get to meet more people
1: Mm
2: -hmm. maybe of Mm -hmm. male persuasion you know so that we can you know and if that happens great and if it doesn't great too we're having we're having fun
3: Fun doing it doing it yeah Mm
1: -hmm. or we can give the idea to other widows to get a group of them together so they can Right. Do like us, yeah. I think. Gonna, gonna,
2: yeah, I was gonna say could
0: but I was thinking about that because I think it absolutely is this inspiration, and especially when you're in a situation, when you're in grief and all everything that that mm-hmm. comes with that, and when you have that feeling of there may not be people immediately around you, you can quite understand it, mm-hmm. and what I talk about a lot in the show is that we're more alike than we are different, and we have. And it's only by talking to each other, it's only by sharing stories that we're like, oh my gosh, I might not have known that about you if not, right? But the same idea of yeah, sometimes you just gotta find the people who, and it's not that the other people around you aren't wonderful right. and right aren't helpful and, and helpful, right. but when you can find people who there's this one element that they they just get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's
2: yeah, right. That's the thing. Very true. Yeah. Very true. You try to explain to your kids, you know, how you feel and um I I would try to tell my daughter about intimacy, you know, intimacy takes on a lot of faces, Mm -hmm. but it's just having that someone that when you need a hug, he's there to do it. Or when Mm -hmm. you need, uh, he finishes your sentence or he says, well, I I, I know you're having a bad day today. You know, what are we going to do about it together? You know, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things are things that we miss. But I think this group provides it for one another, you know, it helps us to to feel it's okay, you you need to have I can hike you today, you know. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and it, my mom actually <clears throat> passed away suddenly last year, oh, and so my sorry. dad. Oh, thanks, my dad. It was a he, She died her sleep, so he found her and was trying. Oh, uh-huh. and it's you know, and it, and it is not to be male versus female, but with men, right. you know, and he's definitely yeah. like a guy's guy. Mm-hmm. And it's... Oh, Missy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so, no, we just <laughs> didn't that a Hell yeah.
3: He was a wrestler. He said <laughs> he was the He said he was a wrestler.
2: That was a first <laughs> the and ring ring. 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 <laughs> Oh, we did
0: talk about Bruno
3: yeah. is Oh, of course.
2: So
0: he, but yeah. He's right next
3: to my husband in the vault. That's He's real. Here's Pete, here's <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, oh
0: my <laughs> awesome. yeah. Well, he, but yeah could it's he could be the first, he could be the yeah, feminine. Right. Right. Oh. So, but it's and I know because it is when he, he's not he doesn't <laughs> right. share as much but then sometimes he will and sometimes but it's it's good because lately he has been sharing more, which is good. good. But I know it's a thing Does he have
3: different people he can connect with?
2: He does. Yeah, we tried to get a couple of our friends that are widowers mm. to come and join and join the group, but they they don't have that ability to share or to. They don't want to open I think up. They like,
3: yeah, you know what though, we say that, but it took a while for us to to be this, you know, open with each other. To I mean, you have to start somewhere, right. you know. And, and I think like a well, lot, like Eugene, like he comes, but, you know, it, it
2: just takes yeah. more time. You're right. You're right. Because when he's with me by himself, he'll cry. He'll mm-hmm. say, I'm not, I'm, I, how are you doing? I'll say, I'm, I'm really having a bad day today. Mm-hmm. And he'll cry. But he would never do that in front of right. all seven of us. Right. And he's close with all seven of us.
3: So, But, and I, but I think in, and I, that, in that aspect, it's harder for us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because they have have not this to attitude, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. they still have that commonality, you know, that they should be getting together. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
2: they're still feeling the same things. Root.
0: Yes, yeah,
2: That's yeah. And they have friends, but they don't have friends that they share their innermost feelings with. Right. Mm-hmm. The friend, the person they share shared their innermost feelings with, was gone. their spouse,
3: right. who is mm-hmm. now
2: gone, mm-hmm. and so therefore. They're starting over from scratch. Although I'm sure there are women who do not are not openly, mm-hmm. uh, readily as open as we are. I mean,
3: that's mm-hmm.
2: yep, it's
3: true. We <laughs> yes, we don't <know. laughs> we don't, <know>. yeah, <laughs> we know. yeah. you know, and that was just the process. process doing, you know, they're they're over that. You, you know what I mean? Like it's not, and that's that's I think with so many people they get. Stuck behind the eight ball there. You know, they just can't. They don't mm-hmm. know how to move forward. Well, Do we didn't know how to move forward. It just so happened that if we were blessed, really, that to be able to get together the way we were. Yeah. Do you feel like, if I may,
0: as you are, so you're saying that you're not as big of a share naturally? Well, I mean, now, now when my husband first got, I, I mean, Jan tried for yeah years. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. and visit me, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just went to work, whatever my... Grandkids were doing, that's what I got involved in, and that was my
1: life,
2: mm-hmm. because I didn't have my husband mm-hmm. to be with anymore, so I just felt, I just needed to be by myself, or with my kids.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I
2: shut everything else up. I worked, obviously, yes,
0: like, but I just didn't feel that's what I should be doing. And that's and that's, that's what I'm thinking, cause, and, and that is and that is an absolute way that a lot of people
1: mm-hmm, do that. A lot yeah. of
0: people agree, right. and it's, you know, and, and keeping busy. When her and husband, I mean, just line, right lining things up to do or keeping busy in, in, in that way so that the time that you have by yourself is less. Like, right, if I'm busy with other right. people and busy right. with other people, then I have less time to just be,
1: yeah. yeah. When her husband died, I went over there, and I wasn't drinking, and she used to drink uh, Amaretta. And I took a bottle of Amaretta over there, and I said, "There, let's have a couple of drinks, and we started talking. And She was very, very sad. I mean, I was like, didn't know what to do, you know. And so I poured the drink and I said to her, "You know, someday you're going to be doing this for either me or Stan." And she said, "Don't say that." It wasn't even a year later; he died. That was her. Yeah. Yep. He died. Yeah. She (laughs) called me. It was our pastor sort of put us together. He said, "There's
3: these women, and they get together. She burns the steak." (laughs) (laughs) And
1: <laughs> she <laughs> scared. Scared.
3: Oh. Then she get together, then she called me, and then I start going over to the dinner she had with the other ladies. And then that was how we all just started getting together.
1: Yep. And then this one, she lived on the whole water at the time for <laughs> me. <laughs> my husband's, yes. husband's first wife's sister called me and said, that she worked with Kathy and she said, I have this girl here who is just so sad. She cries every single day. Mm, She said, I feel so bad, I don't know what to do. Would you mind if she came to one of your dinners? Yeah, I said, no, you know, so I called her and she came that following week and she hasn't left. (laughs) (laughs) She 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 travels all the way across
3: the bridge (laughs) to get here. How Pittsburgh people are, but sure. sure. she's always
1: late. <laughs> I see, you. She, you know, she works. So. <laughs> <Detour. That's>
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Is there anything? Because um, as we're talking, you know, you mentioned your husbands and their names. Is there anything you want to share, like a favorite memory of them? I know you have so many, uh-huh. but just something about your, each of your husbands you would want to share.
2: This year, I would have been married fifty-one years, uh-huh. so I was one of those 21, 22 year twenty-two-year-old, yeah. and we grew up together. Mm-hmm. We often talk about that—that um, that young age, growing up together—is that what keeps you together? Is that what you know? Like I always felt like he was my soulmate. You know, he was my—he was—he was everything. Even though he was in a wheelchair, he was—he had an accident at age thirty-six, and he was paralyzed from the nipple. My God, and um, we had a wonderful life i mean he was just a joy he was a joy to be around even though he was in that chair nobody ever knew it nobody mm. ever noticed it, i should say and that uh, he made people at ease and you know i i kind of had a charmed life i felt mm. you know i was happy he was happy and then he died he says quit work and then he dies after i quit work so it was like i was, I was angry with him i'd say you know you should have you should have stayed here with me, but you know, he's sick. Hmm. but he was a wonderful man, and I loved him to death, and he was my soulmate, so.
1: Hmm.
2: And that's why we 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 had a podcast about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, about soulmates, and oh. if your soul if that was your soulmate, could you ever find another person to be your soulmate? But can you
0: have more than one?
2: We don't know. Yeah, we don't
1: know. We'd definitely like to fight. Hmm.
2: Yeah. And I used to go to uh, Westview Dance Land and dance with her husband husband, before we ever met him. Oh my God, he was a fabulous dancer. So Terry and I I would go to dance land.
1: Okay, and right, yeah, come right.
2: Right, we're all from Northside. We'd go to dance land, and I wouldn't dance with Terry. I'd only
1: dance with <laughs> Slow
2: dances. i only slow dance. <laughs> At the end of the night, i said, say, bye.
1: Right. And I'd get
2: the first, Terry and go home. I mean, whenever I met her, I said, oh, my God, your husband was such a fabulous dancer." And she uh-huh. said, he never danced with you, right? Or just slow dance. Just slow dance.
1: Yeah, he well, was, that's uh, I never think I could. Yeah, imagine. I he was a really good dancer. That was yeah. one thing he he enjoyed that he
0: enjoyed dancing. Hmm. Is there anything when you think about before you started getting together and some of you meeting each other for the first time, and now like when you get up each day and are getting through each day? Is there something that you can really point to having each other, or you know, specific? Be grateful for this. Group,
3: well, I think it, we're grateful that it gives us something to look forward to, mm-hmm. you hope. know, it gives hope, right? It gives, hope. it gives us something to do, and you know, so that we're not sitting home feeling sorry for right. ourselves or being stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's enabled us to move forward, you know, and we just have a good time. That's the goal, is just to be together to un, you know, understand, be open with each other and just to try to do the best we can with what we
2: got. Hmm. Right. Kathy, what about you?
3: <laughs> I, yeah, boy, I am forever. Yeah, she talks
2: more, she said. She <laughs> talks now more than she ever did. <laughs> I'm forever at you know agitating. Someone come on Kathy, give us an example. <laughs> yeah. Never used to talk like this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See, now she's going to she, cry because she's thinking about stuff. But she she can yeah. do that with us. You yeah. know, it's all right. If she, well, I was crying before, so, I mean, I, but Eileen and I, we're the oh, resident God. criers. We can cry at anything. Absolutely. We cried at a more commercial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So. I'm like that, too. I totally understand that. I'm the yeah. one. We cry at home, me and Linda. We're, yeah. we're home yeah. criers. We don't want to share, you know what yeah. I mean? We do get choked up though when they start. But, yeah. you know, I try not to, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I I don't, I didn't even do that when Stan died, especially in front of the kids. I tried to One not man. do that. I, you know, I just, I don't, and I read something that said, why would you hold back, you know? and. I can't answer that question. I don't know. I just feel
3: I think that's why you I mean, for the kids. Because mm-hmm. I think that was like the main thing that I kept thinking about. Oh, i got to do this for the kids. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. i got to do this for the kids. But having this group has, has enabled us to not focus as much as on our kids because they have their own lives. So at least we right. have a life now. You know, yeah. and it helps us to focus on our uh, jealous of our loveses. That's right. <laughs> well, I my daughter. My can daughter, you fit but, any,
2: Are you going to be around any day this week?
3: Let <laughs> yeah. right. me
2: can, 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 can you babysit? Well, no, let me check my schedule. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> my daughter was like, oh my, what am I going to do? She's going to be a sniveling idiot living in my basement, you know?
3: We say, no, now we're going to have our own place. <laughs> no. We're just going to get a
2: building. We're just
1: going to each have um, our own we're gonna put Wings off the of house. and I decided
2: <laughs> you should be the first one And you should make your house go out the back and Start At the back of where?
3: Here Oh, they- oh I- <laughs>
1: <laughs> So we, we know what's going we'll
2: we'll to be we'll, yeah, we'll see if it works We'll see if it works
0: Might as well start we now I was going to say too, part of it is not not knowing specifically how long you were all with your husbands, but that idea of you're finding yourself as a person, right? You're the self, person, a new right? Person, because we
3: were always you were I was always the sister, right? Friend, right, you know,
0: right. And right. I so that identity is, and that
2: was all right. right.
3: That was my identity. Yeah,
2: and right. so you're you're finding that. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as Jerry died, that was the first thing I thought of. You know, like I I started remodeling the house because everything was. Donna and Terry, and mm-hmm. there was no Donna and Terry. And so, I think that what you learn is that you have to reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. And who are you now? You're no longer Donna the wife, Donna the nurse, Donna the caretaker, Donna, you know. You are now Donna alone. And what are you going to do? And how are you going to reinvent she, yourself?
3: Donna, mm-hmm. Donna, the, <laughs> the brain the <laughs> Donna. The <laughs> Donna.
1: <laughs> what was it? Yeah. Who's missing Donna now? Yeah. By the bars. That's By the bar. Dave asked me oh, the right. other day. At Pickleball. He said, "Missing Donna now." I remember that song. He said, "You had to ask Donna if she knows this song." I was th- thinking about it the other day. <laughs> but he don't go out. He won't go nowhere. He wasn't oh, at the dance. I guess. Well, he's that's too. one thing. The widows
2: don't let very much stop them. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. We yeah. we live
2: our life to the fullest every day, <laughs> and that's what life's all about. If you don't do that. All right.
1: All right. Yeah,
2: and it provides hope. I mean, we are hopeful. We are hopeful that a new day is going to happen. We're going to be part of it, and let's see what happens when we're part of it. You know, that's that's what it's all about.
3: Hmm.
2: And I sure that my face hurts from smiling and laughing so much.
3: And I just <laughs> thank you for this. Thank we for didn't this. even <laughs> hardly drink. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs>
4: Hi, Tressa.
0: <laughs> so, as I already mentioned, the listeners know. Uh, well, they knew I was on the road. Sure. Now they know that you're with me.
4: Now they know that I'm your driver. When I, you said I'm this... not driving, <laughs> but Dawn is.
0: Well, I didn't know. Uh-huh. You know, you like to be you like to be under the radar sometimes. I don't know. Sure. How much to reveal? But I yet... have
4: to keep my eyes on the road. There. Uh,
0: yes, Dawn.
4: Maintain a sense of focus.
0: Well, this is perfect for naming that neighborhood. <laughs> I know. This is perfect
4: because I can't look at you.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going for it, listeners. Don was totally up for this. I'm not, you know, he was, he was he was up for this. So, we're doing it. Um and you have five statements of fact, of so course. I mean
4: Sure. Why not? What, yeah.
0: What better way? Why not
4: maximize our time on the road? Yes. Name the neighborhood. Just can't wait to name that neighborhood. Oh name neighborhoods I'll never name again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, you realize that has to be the theme now for this. I can't that can't not be the can't theme for this. It. Oh well.
4: Should I do my version of your intro and outro music as well that I was trying to do when you were recording? Yes, please. <laughs>
0: uh, for those of you who may be confused, or mi- yes, that's that's Don's version of, of the uh, Yins Are Good intro uh, music. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Feel free to let me know what you think about it. It could show up on the show again, I'm just saying, now that I have it oh, sure. recorded.
4: It's recorded. It's
0: recorded. Thank you for that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to tell you what your two neighborhoods of choice are. Great. They are Ross Township uh-huh. and Pitcairn. Pitcairn. Yeah. All
4: right. A um, neighborhood I know nothing about.
0: Oh, what fun. It is to ride... Okay, this is, it's gonna be this. Name
4: that neighborhood.
0: (laughs) Let's just jump in, shall we? Sure. And uh, yeah, you do have five coming at you. Great. Number one. (laughs) Sorry. Number one. America's first modern subdivision was completed in this neighborhood. In 1937,
4: Ross Township.
0: Well, well, well. You were ready for that too. It
4: seemed. No, I. You are. I made it. An you answer. were correct. That was
0: I, good. Yes. And <laughs> it was.
4: By answering the question, yes, I was ready for the, the statement of fact. dressing No,
0: I'm sorry. I meant to say it sounded like you knew that one. Like ah. you felt confident. Yes. Yeah. So well, you were right good in any case good so before this is the first suburb and before that you know you lived in either a city you know a town or a city or out in the country but this and I and I just am stating restating that because I think especially for those of us born after this time after suburbs were a thing it's not something we always think about that really you know there was no in between it was you're in the city you're in the country And so in 1937, right here in the Pittsburgh area, in Ross Township, we had the first modern subdivision. And it is actually Swan Acres is the name of this neighborhood in that part of Ross Township.
4: Swan Acres is the place to be.
0: Farm living is the life for me. I couldn't let it go. Yes. Um, And... The houses were all ma- built out of concrete in 1937, wow. and so the builder um, Harry Popple, his grandson later, he was de- a wizard. Later described <laughs> the idea behind the structures that they had this idea of taking sort of the modern influences from Europe and bringing them into Pittsburgh. They also wanted to create a new style of house, a fireproof house. So that's why those houses, a lot of cement going on there. Sure. And there's a plaque there, the Pittsburgh History and Landmarks Foundation, their plaque that says, two of the first exhibition homes on Swan Drive were designed and built in the international style by Pittsburgh architect Quentin S. Beck, with Beck, Puppel, and Beck, completed in 1937. And by 1940, this 35-acre plan had 13 houses. There you go. The number. Home.
4: Yeah. Mr. Popple.
0: And I do believe, I know we talked about when Ross Township was on as a neighborhood before. We talked about those houses just in a different way. Oh. About the the different, the architecture of them. Sure. Number two. This neighborhood is named for the former superintendent of the Pittsburgh Division of the Pennsylvania Railroad.
4: Ross Township.
0: Oh no. Oh no. I was hoping his name
4: was Ross. I know.
0: I know. Maybe it was though.
4: It's not, I mean, how do you it could name be. someone Pitcairn? It's
0: a last name. Ah. So <laughs> the borough of Pitcairn is named for former superintendent Robert Pitcairn. And he was born in Scotland and moved to the U.S. when he was 10 years old. So he was born 1836. So this is the time period we're talking about. Mm. And then he grew up with Andrew Carnegie. Are you familiar with that I've name? heard the name. He was a fellow Scottish immigrant, of course. And they grew up in what was known or called Slabtown, um, which was maybe the roughest section of Allegheny City. Mm. And they both worked... Uh, at O'Reilly's Telegraph office in Pittsburgh when they were just young boys really working there. Or
4: we lads. Or
0: we lads. Very good. Yes. Uh, and he, so Robert Pitcairn, ordered the construction in 1880 of a rail yard along Turtle Creek that would become the largest rail yard in the world. And with the expansion of rail yards, several plans of lots were laid out to accommodate railroad, railroad workers. There it is. During World War II, more than 200 trains made their way through the huge Pitcairn rail yards every day, carrying troops, supplies, and material critical to the war effort. Mm. I also want to mention his brother, John. He, um, now he made his fortune during the oil boom of the 1870s in oil production and refining, but later in life, he became. The founder of, or I should say co-founder of, the Pittsburgh Plate Glass Company. PPG. PPG. Yes. And I do want to say about him as well that although he was obviously a very successful industrialist during this age of the robber barons, uh, he was known for having a reputation for fair play and having high moral character. So he stood out.
4: OMPPG. John's great. John stands out.
0: <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> Let's go on to number three. In January 1902, mm. this neighborhood's Perrysville School became a stop for the fugitive Biddle Brothers and their helper, Kate Soffel, during their escape from the Allegheny County Jail, one of Pittsburgh's most infamous prison escapes.
4: I've actually read the story of the Biddle Brothers. No. Yes. Ross Township, please.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry? Yes. Well, you said please, and I thought the there.
4: Thank you would be the response to police. I'm not
0: sure. No? Please. Please and thank you. You would say thank you. Yeah. So, yes. First of all, Ross Township. So, yes. So, uh, Ed and Jack Biddle formed the Chloroform Gang. This was in 1901. And it was them and uh, some fellow partners in crime, and they used Chloroform to knock out burglary victims throughout Pittsburgh. And what was supposed to be a nonviolent heist on April 12th, 1901, turned deadly when the brothers shot and killed a Mount Washington grocer. So the Biddles were caught, tried, convicted, and sentenced to hang. But... While awaiting their fate in the Allegheny County Jail, they were often visited by the warden's wife,
4: yes. Kate Soffel.
0: Now, she would visit prisoners, I
4: remember this now.
0: but she spent an unusual amount of time with the Biddle brothers. Mm. Uh, One
4: brother in particular.
0: Uh huh. And it was said that both of them were very, very good looking, very wow. charming. And uh, I believe it was Ed in particular and yes Mrs. Soffel did fall in love with Ed and she agreed to help them escape and she's going to run away with them listeners if you hear panting
4: it is not it's not Kate Soffel
0: or Kate Soffel it is Hazel because Hazel
4: is along for the ride is
0: along for the ride right Hazel? okay just fun to clear that up in case anyone was concerned so uh, They
4: thought that was a very good sound effect for the <laughs> steamy affair between Ed Biddle and it, it, no, Kate Suffle.
0: I'm blushing. It's true, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So, she did indeed smuggle saws into their cell so they could cut through the bars. And it was early in the morning on January 30th, 1902, that they began their escape. So, they overpowered guards. They dressed in the jailer's suits. And rendezvoused, with was so full. And they hopped on a trolley to Westview. From there, they stole a one-horse sleigh in Ross Township mm-hmm. and continued north. So Is a, it hu- a
4: one-horse open sleigh?
0: Uh, see, I wish. Mm. I, I, I'll bit look into that. Biddle
4: bros, biddle bros.
0: Oh my God, this is, the, <laughs> this is, this is our musical episode. <laughs> so, huge search effort underway. And by the early morning of February 1st, police ambushed them, the three of them, in Butler, PA. There was a shootout and both brothers ultimately died. Uh, As for Kate, she was sentenced to 20 months in Western Penitentiary. And she served it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, oh, and you might know
0: this. Um, This story inspired the 1984 movie Mrs. Sofal, starring Diane Keaton, Mel Gibson, and Matthew Modine.
4: I did not know about that. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. Well, there you go. There you go.
0: Hey, how about number four?
4: How about number four? I don't know. I don't even know anything about it. I, I
0: don't either. Okay. During. It's not instilled confidence <laughs> in you, is there? During the Civil War. An artillery firing range was set up in this neighborhood as a proving ground for cannons being forged at the Fort Pitt Foundry.
4: Uh Pitcairn.
0: Hey, it is Pitcairn. And this was on the north bank of Turtle Creek, just east of present-day Mosside Bridge. So the Fort Pitt Foundry, by the way, was among the earliest and most successful establishments for casting heavy or- <laughs> heavy ordnance and that would be larger cannon, mortars and howitzers in the US. And this foundry turned out 80% of the Union Army's heavy cannons and 15% of its field artillery during the Civil War. The foundry was started in downtown Pittsburgh in 1814 but soon moved to what is now the Strip District, between 12th and 13th Streets. And after the war broke out in 1861, the factory underwent a $240,000 expansion. And between 1861 and 1865, the Fort Pitt found, <coughs> Foundry produced more than 2,000 pieces of artillery.
4: That's a lot of artillery. It
0: is, Yes. Yeah. And back in that day, $240,000 spent, right? To, that, that's a lot of money. For that expansion. Well, here we are, Don. Number here we five. Are, number five. As if we just started with a
4: bullet. Get it, the artillery?
0: I didn't, so thank you for sure. clarifying.
4: Number five with a bullet.
0: Scorched Earth, Blindfold, and Night Light are some of the beers coming out of the Necromancer Brewing Company in this neighborhood.
4: Ross Township.
0: Hooray! (laughs) It is Ross Township. Are you familiar with this? No. So, Necromancer Brewing, they're on Babcock Boulevard. Uh And, so what can I tell you first about them? So, well, first of all, are you familiar with the word, Necromancer? Yeah, it's, um,
4: uh, uh, well, tell me about it. No, if
0: you, it's it's a person. Necromancer is, Uh yeah, yeah, at night. No? Uh, well, it's it's a person who practices necromancy, which is sorcery, black magic, or yeah. communicating with the dead.
4: Yes. Yeah. I knew so, it sounded nefarious.
0: <laughs> so those are some of you know their, the, the beers that they're making there at the brewery. And so you can go in. So they have their brewery, but you also can go in, grab some drinks. They have... And if you go to their website, some really cool events they do or things they do every week. They had... Um, Millie's ice cream. Oh, those, yeah. In their tap room for an event they did, and they made boozy beer floats.
4: Oh. I bet they put a spell on you. Oh, that's good.
0: You should see if they need some marketing or advertising. Feel free to use that,
4: Necromancer. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But there's this, which is cool. So there's a local historian, and listeners may be familiar. His name is John Shelkowski, and he's the founder of the odd, mysterious, and fascinating history of Pittsburgh. So. I know he has an Instagram page that we follow. It's really cool. But he was approached by them to help unearth a beer from Pittsburgh's first ever recorded brewery. And that brewery was called the Point Brewery. It was founded in 1794, and it produced beers with British influence nearly a century prior to the first batch of Iron City beer, which happened in 1861. And their best strong beer billed as a porter fit for the Natchez and New Orleans markets was heavily hopped as any beer traveling great distances prior to the advent of cold storage had to be. And so in this, uh, well, in the spirit of Best Strong Beer, they now are presenting Resurrection Number no. 25, Export India Porter. It has all the rich malt complexity of a porter with much more hop character. It's big on flavor, yet sessionable enough to sip on all day long on a crisp fall day. And they've officially named it, What's the Point?
4: Oh. Ha ha. I like a good pun. Oh, we know. We all know
0: you do. Uh, Well, that's it. Four for five. Four for five. While driving a car. Sure.
4: Blindfolded. I mean... (laughs) Gosh. Oh, man.
0: Well, thanks, Don. Well, thank you,
4: Tressa. Yeah.
0: Until next time.
4: Name that neighborhood. Just can't wait to name that name. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) And on that name that neighborhood note. We will be bringing this episode to a close Dom.
4: To a close, Tressa. <laughs> I'm still driving
0: And I'm still your host, <laughs> Tressa Glover. Oh uh, thank you again for tuning in, for listening in for continuing to grow this Yins are good community. And as I mentioned before, please do check out our website Yins are good. Dot com for more information. There's also information on there about the Changemakers program that I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that I have the true honor of being selected to be part of the first cohort of Pittsburgh Changemakers. So there's more information about Multiplying Good and Changemakers on our page as well. And also email us, yinsaregood at gmail.com with your stories of good, with your good news. We all know that we need to hear it. So please do send it over so I can share it on the show. Also be sure to check out our show notes, if you will, to find out where to listen to the marvelous Mary Widows. And also the Pittsburgh Restaurant Workers Aid site is on there as well. And we will be coming back with another episode uh, November 11th. So a little bit uh, over a week but we will be back and I'm really looking forward to sharing that special episode with you. And so until next time, my friends be safe, be kind, be good. Special thanks to Rachel Renebeck, Yajagoff Media, Don DiGiulio, and as always for our fabulous artwork, Mike Barbino.